Previously on Getting Dicey. Your presence is offensive to me. Your life forfeit. And he just raises a, a ghostly skeletal hand in your direction. Give your staff to me. My staff, <laughs> not your staff. And he casts Life Drain. Oh, fuck. Okay. This cannot be good. Not only has he reduced your hit points down to zero, but he's reduced your max HP by 19. Your max is now maximum three. three. You drop to the ground and he he reaches for the glass staff. The staff is mine. Give that back. And she uh, lashes out with a thorny vine whipping towards the staff to try and take it out of the hands of this monster. And you just pull that from his um, his grip. Sig has picked up his magical hammer using his boots of springing and, and Superman punches his hammer. And you just catch the skull on the edge of your um, hammer, crunching that skull uh, against the the wall. It like explodes into dust. Momenska's dead. It looks like there's a couple of workstations Everything seems to have been destroyed in this room, except for sitting in the middle, a stone pedestal holding a little small brazier in which there's just a green flame. Behind the brazier of uh, green flames, there's a spherical creature, and in the middle is the singular eye. He notices you all entering this room. Hello, welcome! I'm looking for the Forge of Spells. Tell me, this green light, is that what I'm seeking? with eyes that almost beg for forgiveness as my hands wrap around the mace and I raise it. You can feel just a sense of Loris wanting to hold that mace. The rest of you can see just the white spiritual essence leaving Loris's face. And what looks back up at you is just the confusion in Loris's eyes. Getting dicey. <laughs> Loris, you have spent the last couple of hours in the back of your own mind in almost like a dreamlike state. It's um, been a scary place. Watching the world pass by without having any direct control yourself. Um, you've, you've, you remember some conversations with the one that was controlling you. You remember his name was Lucar. You, you have <clears throat> memories of a conversation about um, how he came to be in this area and what led to his death. Uh, you can, you almost feel some of the memories have blended with some of your own at this point, I think. Um, you remember his, his brethren before they fell as well. Um, and it's not until uh, Lucar grabs onto this mace that he, he feels that he's found the, uh, the magical weapon that he went, w- was basically tricked into coming into this cave for he, that. This, weapon was real and that finding it meant that his his part of his goal um had been completed but as he drops to your knee i guess he he drops down to your knee (laughs) holding that mace high um he loses strength and you you managed to you managed to control your arm you managed to just grab uh, grab onto that mace and hold and, and retain that strength and holding it high um he asks you to to avenge um, him and his brethren uh, silently to you as his spirit pulls out and away from your body. Um, And you're left 
uh, on one knee in a in a what looks like a workshop. You look around and it's, you, it looks to be some kind of workshop that you're in. You can see Sig in the room next to this gl- uh, floating green ball um, with these stalks with eyes on the ends. And there is a, um, a, a brazier with a, a, a powerful green flame flickering up out of it. <clears throat> yeah, so um, observed Loris is just going to be on his knee and he's going to let the, the mace clang to the ground, just kind of in that very exhausted sort of state, like, He's got no idea where he is. He's sort of looking around a bit dazed. And he's just, just kind of silent because this whole thing's been not quite traumatic, but quite revealing because he spent a bit of time in the back of his mind seeing history run past him. It's kind of been like a movie playing in front of him. So he sort of had going on in front of him what Luca was doing, but also his memories of what's happened in the past mm. three or four weeks or however long that these guys were been together. So he's seen a lot and learned a lot and sort of had it play in front of him. So he's sort of, assessing all this in his mind so it's just kind of quiet he's looking at his looking at his axe and looking at his face in the blade of his axe where he can find a find a bit of a reflection looking back at himself sort of checking you know seeing what's going on noticing the mark that Lucar painted on his face and like well that's that's new um yeah so it's just sort of silently assessing things looking around not really sure what's going on um yeah he's just going to sort of stay there for the moment okay Cool. Um, what I will get you to do uh, is, if everyone could, roll initiative, please. <laughs> Click on your tokens. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. This is this is when things really are getting dicey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh yeah. I rolled a six point one three. I rolled a thirteen. Let's give Sildar a roll as well. Yes, <laughs> yeah. One fourteen. Baron's changed his name in the initiative tracker. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> and wait, what were you last time you were like Baron Bizzle or something? Baron Bizzle, yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. I just noticed that Billy Goblin was in the turn order, but he's totally not in the turn order. Don't worry. Oh, That's Jesus. Billy. He's not here. Um, he's here for you, Baron. He's after you. Brian would shit himself. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> I don't think that would be a good start to this game, to tonight's session, I think. Um, Getting themselves. Oh, man. All right. Well, the, the spectator. That's not good. The, the, the floating green-eyed, uh, stalky-eyed monster thing. Um, is, told us several- it's a spectator. Fine. It's a spectator. Um, told us this. We don't. <laughs> yeah. 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 He has, he's rolled, um, He's rolled a 19. He's at the top of the turn order. Um, and for a quick refresher of what happened last time as he came, uh, Sig basically continued questioning him about the forge, uh, getting the getting the spectator more and more agitated and more and more upset. Um, and that has, is what has triggered this. Um, okay. It's kind of, I was hoping he wouldn't go first, but I mean, there's no... <laughs> Um, Does he flee? <laughs> no. Okay, so one of his one of his eyes um, just looks directly at you, Sig, uh, and I'm going to need to get a, a Constitution saving throw from you. Is it his brown eye? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay oh, I'm going to turn off my mic. Really. <laughs> Sig rolls a nineteen. Hey, nice. Okay, cool. Um, all right, I'm still going to have to roll some stuff here. So. This this green 
sort of haze shoots out from this from its eye and, and soaks over you. Um, you do manage to save, which which means you get um, not quite as much damage from it, but you do get some. Um, so you've taken ten uh, oh. necrotic damage. Wow. Um, from that Um, and with one of his other eyes it just whips around to look at Loris in the background um, and a blue uh, haze pulsates out of that one Loris can I get a um, constitution saving throw from you as well sure I rolled a 13 I'm not sure why I rolled that with the uh yeah, no, that's fine. So you, you see this blue um, ray sort of wash over you, but it doesn't seem to do anything. Um, okay, cool. And that's that's all that's all the spectator's going to do his turn. Bill, over to you. That's all. <laughs> yeah, that's all. <laughs> wow. Uh, that blue pulse was scary. I wonder what that is. <laughs> uh, how how high off the, the ground is he... Kind of floating at this point. He's he's hovering about a meter off the ground. About a meter. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so he's he's reachable from. Yes. Yeah. If you were to walk up to him, you would be almost um, close to face to face with his his big eye. Mm. Eye to eye, cheek to cheek. <laughs> Romantic. <laughs> when we're dancing, cheek to cheek. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm going to move over here. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to try to stab him in the eye. Oh, the old eye stabbings. Give me uh, a roll to hit, please. As I do, I just kiss my rapier and stab it in. Goodbye. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> say, go, beauty. <laughs> I didn't know it had a name. It's got a name. It's wow. adorable. <laughs> Beauty. Uh, tw- what'd you roll there, John? I rolled a 22. And that is a hit. Um, nice. Whereabouts are you aiming uh, on this on this creature? Uh, the, the nearest eyeball. Yeah, great. Um, so you sort of slash out uh, to, uh, towards this, the left-hand side of this creature, and you manage to put a bit of a slash into one of the eye stalks. Um, uh, and you can hear the, the spectator just call out, Yowie! Ouch! <laughs> uh, that's my turn. Okay, okay cool. Uh, it's Sildar's turn, and he's, he's looking into the room, um, and you can you hear him uh, just under his breath say, The, the Forge! Um, he's kind of, of left a little shocked. Um, but not shocked enough to um, uh, to not pull out his crossbow again and shoot a bolt towards uh, the spectator. He has hit uh, with six piercing damage, which is awesome. Whoa. Um, Where did he hit him? This kind of goes just below the, the eye, near the mouth area, as this crossbow bolt sort of flies between uh, both Bill and Sig, just smacking this thing in the cheek. Um and you can see that the the spectator just focuses uh, all of his attention through the door onto Silda. Um, Sig, good. Over to you. 
Sig would like to wonder what the circumference of this creature is. <clears throat> it's about um, four feet wide. So he's a he's a big he's a big guy. About a meter and a what's that meter? One point three meters. Indeed. Yeah. So it's good. He's got a big mouth on him as well. Is he just okay. floating in the air? As he well? is. He's floating in a meter off the ground. <laughs> so scary. <clears throat> Um, Sig also has a question in relation to consumption of health potions. Is that an action per potion or a bonus action? If you were what? to drink a, a health potion, if you were to use an item, it's a um, it's an action. Indeed. Okay. In that case, Sig readies his, his hammer and he drops back onto his rear leg for a moment before he springs forward using his strength to smash into the spectator and ideally jam him into the other side of the room with his shield in front of him as an action, like a blah factor. So you just want to, is this an unarmed attack? Um, sure. Is it a shove? Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a shove. Um, so with my boots, I can do like a I, I'm 24 gonna... foot jump. So oh, I'm yeah. going to like, launch into him attempting to pin him to the rear wall of where my token is moving. How does shove oh, tactics cool. work? Let's have a look. It's probably a strength check maybe. Mm. Yeah. I was thinking strength check. Yeah, give, us a, half give half us a strength roll. Half movement or something. <laughs> rolls an 11. Yeah, you, you bound forward um, and the spectator just floats off to the side and you zoom straight past it. Um, up against the wall. Uh, basically, you come shield to wall and, and you steady yourself. Um, anything else that you'd like? Any bonus action or something? Single scowl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It does like Aikido or something. That um, it's like this. He just saw Steven it coming. Seagal of eyeballs. He's, he's had his. <laughs> he had one of his eyes on Sig that whole time. Just saw it coming. American, uh, over to you. I glance at Brian and say, never underestimate a magical foe. Stay out of sight. As I've said before, you look like shit. <laughs> and uh, she draws her scimitar out and uh, with the other Still hand wraps herself in a misty veil. Ooh. Yes, disappearing from view Whoa. and reappearing behind the floating, disgusting eyeball thing drawing the scimitar out and uh, slashing at him. Now, doesn't doesn't, your, him, doesn't yes. your Misty Step have some kind of... Um, Ooh, it does. Thank you effect? for asking. Mm. As she reappears from the Misty Veil, and <clears throat> a cold, biting wind blasts into his face, and he has to roll a wisdom save. Wisdom. Okay. He has blast. only rolled a four. Oh, that so is not a save. So what happens with he this? He's now frightened of me until the end of my next turn. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Perfect. And what else? What are you going to do for your action? Sorry? I'm going to slash out with my uh, scimitar. Uh, do I get advantage because I've teleported behind him? Uh, yeah. One would think that would surprise him, but I'll give, I'll give you. Uh, I'd say probably not in this situation. Probably not. He's probably he's on high alert at the moment. He's, his eyes are scouring the room to keep track of everybody. He's got an eye on Sig. He's got an eye on, on Bill and an eye on Sildar. And so he's kind of covering a lot of that room. Oh, so, damn. So we'll give you just, just a normal role. He's a very perceptive eyeball to notice someone teleporting behind him. Well, All right. 
You were literally between Bill and Sig, whereas he's got an eye on each of them. I've rolled a 25, a net 20. Whoa. You must and do not forget I've also poisoned my scimitar, so he'll have to roll for saving on the poison as well. <sighs> what do we need to roll for the poison? It's a uh, constitution, That is a very good it? question. D100. Um, <laughs> if it's the same as the poison damage from a spider bite. Yeah. He has to roll a saving throw first, though. A saving throw? What does he have to roll? <laughs> so, this game is so <laughs> easy. I love that. He has to make a DC 11 constitution saving throw yeah, for poison. Yeah, yeah. He, he got 13. After he takes 11 damage but for he, slashing. He absolutely takes that 11 damage. You guys are just laying absolute waste to him. Now, with frightened state, um, that means he can't attack you? I, first of all, so Ooh. he did save on the poison? Oh, yes, he did. He did. So he still takes damage, though. Uh, he takes 1d6 poison damage on a to, failed save. Do you want to roll that d6? Okay. I'm ready. Hit me with that 6. Oh. I've rolled a 2. <laughs> okay. And also, Stop yes, I, I have to look up what the frightened state is, I think. Okay. He definitely gets some kind of disadvantage. Yeah, I think we've had a uh, frightened state with someone before, but uh, I think it involved them having to... Is you, Baron, I think Baron's done... Was that fear or... Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, there's the frightened state, which is different from fear or whatever it is. So frightened state means they can't move towards you and they have disadvantage on attack rolls, I think. Who's making all that noise, by the way? It's really loud. No? Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> A frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of its fear is, is within line of sight. Oh, right, and it okay. cannot willingly move closer to the source of its fear. But it can stay put. Okay, cool. Yes. Okay. Um, all right, anything else, American? I'm just going to hiss at it in <laughs> anger. That's just scare yeah. Just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I frightened you, you silly bitch. <laughs> oh, wow. Man. Jeez. Um, <laughs> you act like, like that's the worst thing out one of our characters has ever done. Yeah, someone yeah. a bitch like in their face. Splitting things in half and stuff, but don't call someone a bitch, man. Whoa, too really? far. I think it was with silly. Silly part. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was very demeaning. Yeah, Baron, it is it is your turn. Yeah. Okay, well, <clears throat> I just pull out my um looking in my little pocket mirror and just remembering, do I really look like shit? And you, and you, <laughs> you are looking emaciated. You are not looking well. You've got big dark uh shadows under your eyes. Um <sighs> and you've only just noticed that your breathing is all ragged as well now. Oh, I felt like this before, but usually I've taken something. <laughs> um, I'm going to stumble over by the door here and lean up against it, <clears throat> and I'm going to open my magic spell book and quickly find the spell called False Life. Oh, like I'm dialing through a phone book here, <laughs> and I'm going to cast it at level two. Oh, I can choose. <clears throat> here we go. So that's. Oh, did it roll anything? No. <laughs> you have no. to set it to, to roll as well. But uh, okay, well, what I get to do is basically I'm, it's nine plus this. Oh, maximum four. Nice. Oh, dang. That's all right. Just counting that up. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 
15. 13 hit points. So, so those are temporary on top of your max. Temporary. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, that's great. Um, so in total. Cool. Anything else for your turn, Baron? Uh, no, I'm just going to keep a weary eye out. Oh, okay. Uh, me too. Okay. It is... <laughs> It is Loris's turn. It is Loris's turn. Loris, you've uh, again. You you've saw that blue wave wash over you, but do seemingly nothing. Um, mm, interesting. And you're still uh, on on one knee. American, did you bring, uh, did you bring in your spider? Just out of curiosity. No, it's just it's just hanging out with Brian. All right. Oh, cool. Mainly because um, I forgot to do anything about it. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so this blue wave comes over me. I'm still sort of sussing shit out and looking at myself and saw this blue thing. Didn't really see where it came from, but mm. looking around, I can see obviously everyone's fighting this blob thing. Um, and I kind of feel like it's, I'm kind of feel I'm obliged to do something, even though I'm not really sure who or what's going on. Well, I mean, um, you, you look up and you've seen um, both Bill and <clears throat> Hurricane and Sig all slashing out or trying to attack yeah. this thing. Yeah. So I'm just going to stash the the mace kind of in my belt, um, grab my axe and I'm just going to recklessly charge this, um, this beast. Um, I'm not raging. I'm just going to use my reckless attack. Sure. Um, which gives me advantage on melee attacks. So I've got advantage on this particular attack. Okay. Um, so I will just roll that post haste. Hang on a sec. It's amazing how quickly you forget where everything is. Mm. And are you looking at attacking with your uh, your new mace or your axe? No, what are you just, doing? Just just my axe. It's just my axe. All right. And I roll a, I roll a twenty four. Okay, great. Twenty five damage. Twenty four is definitely a hit. Five damage. Okay, cool. You can see um, as this scrapes down its side, um, uh, some of its eye, two of its eyes on your left, on its left, turn to you. Um, that you can see that its mouth kind of. Uh, drops open and its tongue furls out, and it's it's clearly having issues uh, breathing at the moment. Um, you've definitely started, nice. you've definitely done some damage to this thing. Um, anything else? That is Loris for the moment. All right, uh, it is the spectator's turn again, um, and it's um, the eye that shot at the blue ray out at you before uh, again turns to you and washes over. Can you give me another Constitution saving throw, please? Uh, yeah, constitution, constitution, constitution. Yeah, we go. I rolled a oops, sorry, did it with advantage again. I rolled an 18 though. That's okay, that's fine. Um, and uh, so that again washes over you, and, and again, nothing seems to really happen to you. Um, the other eye, uh, let's have a quick look here. Sorry, for some reason, it shut. What's going on? Eh, eh, eh. Sorry, this is really exciting for everyone. Um, <laughs> Does uh, do these count as attack rolls, by the way? Because he would have a disadvantage if they did. He doesn't. He's not rolling. There's no roll involved for this. So um. yeah, so, <laughs> he just does. So he's just he just does this. The, and um, one of the other eyes that was eyeing up Bill um, washes out a, a, a red ray over Bill, um, and I'm going to need to get a wisdom saving throw from you, please. That's good that that's my good one. Wait, no, it's not. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a five. Oh. 
Okay, there's more to it than this. We'll we'll, we'll let you know what ha- occurs when it gets to your turn there, Bill. But you're not able, okay. but you're not able to take any reactions um, until the end of your next turn. But there's there's other stuff that is is going to happen. Oh, wait, there's more with that. Yeah, is um, it good stuff? <laughs> he gets candy. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um. All right, it's my turn now, so... <laughs> oh, yeah, true. It is your turn. So I might as well explain a little bit about what is going to happen <coughs> here. Um, you find yourself in a bit of a daze, Bill. You're a little confused about everything that's around you. You're not 100% sure where you are. You're not really 100% sure who this person is next to you holding some scimitars. Uh, you don't really know what's really going on. And you also find yourself unable to move. Um, oh, my goodness. I need you to um, make a, an attack, please. Is this a charm effect? No. No, this is a confusion attack. You're, this is a confusion okay. technique. The only thing you can do right now is just whip out. You get confused and agitated, and you just whip your rapier through the air. Um, Alrighty. Uh, I rolled a 23. Cool. <laughs> Mirican. Does that beat your AC? Whoa. <laughs> uh, so there, so the Bill's rapier just scrapes across uh, Mirican's side, doing five five damage. Oh, nasty! Uh, ouch! Um, I'm just trying to see how long that actually lasts for. I think you. I think um, next turn you'll have to be making another wisdom saving throw to try and fight against this confusion. Actually, I'll let you do that now. We'll end each of your turns. Um, with a with a, a wisdom saving throw. Sixteen. <sighs> yeah. So as that like slashes across uh, across American, you hear a wince in pain. Um, so you, you you suddenly realize what you've done. Uh, you know exactly where you are. You realize what you've done, um, and you you notice a small trickle of blood out on American. Oh God, American! I'm sorry. Um, we're back with Sildar uh, and his confidence with his bow just grows and grows and grows and he's just going to let out another crossbow bolt towards uh, the spectator ow <laughs> um, he, he rolled a crit success and a crit fail um, but he did roll that crit fail first um, oh. so, so I'm just going to roll a d100 it's not, it's not too bad it's not too bad um, yeah so he shoots uh a crossbow bolt. I don't know. It may may just be the the, the look of this thing having, or the fact that Bill slashed American can hit some confusion in him, um, and this bolt just zooms across the air, um, hits the back wall, and bounces back into Loris, um, just doing one damage in, into Loris. <laughs> um, but you can. But Silda does speak out. Bill, uh, Bill, is everything okay? Uh, I think so. Apart from this monster. <laughs> Kill it! Uh, Sig, Sig, we're back with you. Sig wonders if uh, Sildar's second shot impacted. Sildar's, he only gets one shot with his crossbow. Ah, indeed. In which case, Sig would like to fend himself off from the wall with all the skill of an amateur wrestler and <laughs> head back towards his foe uh, and then kicking off action surge He's going to attack twice with his magical hammer. Nice. And this is one-handed hammer attacks, is that right? One-handed hammer attack into the 
the pulpiest eyeball he can see. Okay, you. <laughs> Sig rolls 15 and a mere 10. Um, yeah, that, that first hit uh, just slams down into the, into the spectator. Um, and it, you, it almost like bounces it like a basketball into the ground, just like boosh, just hits the ground. Um, and it, it's, it's, it raises back to its original height, but a lot, uh, not with a lot of speed. It is all of its eyes are almost half closed now, um, and it's it's not looking good for this poor thing, this poor poor little spectator. American, uh, <laughs> back to you. I make friends with the spectator. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a poor thing. Bring out the team, uh, <laughs> or do I? No. I no. use my bonus action to draw out my other scimitar. Mm. Now I'm pissed. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I'm going to swipe out twice with one non-poison scimitar and my other one, which is still coated in Whoa. poison. Okay. I, I think... rolled a 22 and then a 10. Yeah, with that, with that 22, um, we've got eight slashing damage there. You, you catch... One of the eye stalks with uh, the scimitar as you as you cut across it, and it just lops this thing off. And the spectator, oh. screw, like for the first time, you you hear the spectator's voice because normally it's been in your head for the most part. And his mouth just opens with this almost um, ungodly scream. Um, no mere mortal could ever capture that scream or do it any sort of justice. And you, you continue. <laughs> <laughs> Um, (laughs) your your scimitar continues through its mouth like cutting through teeth his tongue and the cheek on the other side and you just slash it open um, and it falls to the ground uh, dead a fine blow American yeah yeah the spectator is dead, and the encounter is open. Uh, over, I should say. I didn't even get a second go. You guys are fast. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, that's 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 our encounter. Um, awesome, American. This thing now lays dead at your feet. Uh, you've got a little bit of a scrape on your side from from Bill as well. Yes, yes. That 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 horrible thing. It was controlling your mind, wasn't it, Bill? I could see it in your eyes. Uh, I'm just, I was certainly confused in some way, just still trying to shake off this thing. Mm. Um, yeah, let me let me heal that. Oh, thank you. I'll cast um, healing cure wounds. So uh, kind of you. Eight. Oh, nice. I feel much better. All better. <laughs> My, that thing was disgusting, by the way. <laughs> Look at it! It's got goo coming out of it. Yeah, it's just it's got this open dead eye looking back up at you with this like just opened lower half of its face. Sig will approach the eyeball and insert his hammer <laughs> and twist it and then pull it out. Yeah, okay. Um, I really like this. Yeah, as as you push it into the eye, um, a similar thing happened to to what happened with uh, Bill ages ago with his Nothic. As you see the the eye push in, and the the edge of the hammer just finally crunches through um, the outer shell of this eye, and just eye goop just oh. explodes up and out of this eye, covering. Can I, <laughs> can I react having? 
been in this situation before. Yeah, I'll, I'll give I'll give um, Bill Murakin and Loris a dick saving throw if they want to try and get out of the way of this goo. Oh hell yeah! I, I, I definitely want to. Want to. Yeah. <laughs> I rolled a seventeen. I rolled a crit fail. Murakin opens her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Would you allow me, allow me to, to roll this with advantage given my danger sense, which allows me to, develop, to have advantage on deck saving throws? Sure, like sure. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Just anything to give me a chance. I was going to give Bill an uh, advantage as well since he would have seen this coming, but he already rolled a 17, so that's fine. All right, here we go. Um, I rolled an 18. Okay, perfect. So, yeah, both um, both Bill and Loris see what's coming because they have been covered both by eye juice before, and they both kind of just turn away uh, and and manage to just dodge uh, a few sprays from the eye. But Murican, oh dear, she just goes to it's yell like, out. She goes to go, Sig, no! And it just goes... Like <laughs> 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 water balloon. Yeah, just covering... God, you're gross! And that's everywhere! Just covering her face and mouth with the, yeah. this goo, with this eye goo. Um, Apologies, American, but uh, at least we now know it's it's dead, like proper dead, <laughs> as if we didn't know before. <laughs> He's I'm a just war He's over spitting sure. out goo and coughing and and screaming. Yeah, give me a Constitution saving throw. <laughs> oh, God. oh no! With a roll of four, I rolled a four. Yeah, I think with a roll oh. of four, you just you just instantly throw up over the top of this this dead spectator as well. So you fill up the eyeball with vomit, <laughs> and it reseals itself, oh. and it's back alive as a vomit spectator. <laughs> it's a vomit eye. <laughs> yeah, I'm just watching this from the window, from the door. And like, yeah, so- <laughs> look at me. Sildar is just looking over yeah, at the, the Baron, yeah. Um, hey, uh, everyone. That was super gross. Yeah. Is this the Forge of Spells? Um, Indeed it is. Sildar, is Sildar walks in, uh, having heard you say that. He says, it uh, definitely fits the description. Uh, it's, uh, I am certain that this is the Forge. I imagine it would be much bigger than this. I thought it was a big forge. Like a big machine or something. Well, you can see that this thing in front of you is maybe three foot in um, in diameter. It's just uh, like a big bowl of a brazier, just with this mm. green flame flicking up out of it. Oh, for yes, some I reason, suppose. I was thinking of a steel, a steel mill type thing. Yes. Mm. Mm. Stuff and I guess like I had a, a more literal idea in my yeah. mind. Yes, the uh, yeah, but- the forge is not somewhere where they make weapons, but where they enchant the weapons. The tale was that uh, you would uh, douse a weapon in the flame of the forge uh, and it would enchant your weapon. But the, uh, it's not as bright as the, uh, as the legend stated. Wait, so we, we dip, our, dip a weapon in and it enchants it? That's, uh, yeah, that's, the weapon, uh, that's the idea, yeah. Is anyone thinking what I'm thinking? No. I'm thinking that Nesna, this was Nesna's goal, and surely he has more than just an eyeball guarding no, it's, it. It's pretty poorly guarded for a starter. I'm yeah, also perhaps. thinking it's very dangerous. 
Yeah, I, I'm thinking. I'm thinking of dipping my axe in it. To be fair, but when uh, when Gundren came to me, he said Nesna had yet to find it. That there were things stopping his uh, progress. Things. Oh. I can't imagine it was just this one spectator. Mm. I don't think you should be putting weapons in it willy-nilly, regardless. Do you know anything of magic at all? <laughs> Why, you could explode, <laughs> silly man. Sit on it. Does this thing look movable? <laughs> you, it's, um, let's have a look. Um, it's basically a giant stone pedestal with this, with this um, brazier on top of it. Uh, they look to be... They look oh, to be connected. They, the, the, the brazier seems to be connected to the stone pedestal. Um, Sig, it does bear a, a, an uncanny resemblance um, to, the, to the carving on your hammer. Um, Sig is pretty happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, before he decides to chat about the hammer, tactician sense comes first. Perhaps, uh, Brian, you should come into the room and we should shut the doors so we can discuss <laughs> this in relative safety. Okay, and you don't think that that it's going to explode or anything? Perhaps we should chat about it before we do anything. But I'll come inside. Need... I'm just going to go by the corner. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> just in case okay. someone sneezes on you, eh? Um, Sig will approach the door and, and shut it and check to see if there's an internal lock off the door. Uh, there's, there's, there's also a door on the other side. There's yeah, no, there's, there doesn't I'll seem that. to be any locking mechanism um, on this door. But it, you know, it did take a bit of effort to open this, and you, it has taken you um, a, a decent amount of strength to get that door closed as well. Uh, American, you're going to check that door. Yeah. Can I want? can I sense any noises? Give me a okay. perception perception check. I'm I'm guessing that the racket we made fighting that eyeball would have alerted anyone in the next door over. Yeah, you, you place your um, sort of ear up against this cold stone door. You don't notice any sort of sounds coming from there. Is there anything I can barricade against the door with? Um, you could probably start. Uh, honestly, there, there's a lot of broken debris. I want to grab debris. that weird sack thing. <laughs> there's a lot of broken debris. <laughs> it needs, you've got to use two hands on that one. Um, I just want to grab it. I don't know why. I just want to. <laughs> <laughs> there's, um, there's enough broken debris in this room that you could possibly look at barricading one of the doors in this room. You might have to start busting up stuff if you wanted to look at barricading all doors. Bust the move. Mm. Yeah. Sig wonders if he can drag the workbench to the north in front of the door. You'd probably have to look at... Um, like it seems to be attached to the wall in pretty makeshift ways. You could probably spend some time um, removing it from the wall and dragging it in front of the door. Sure. How, how, how about? Oh, okay. no, sorry. Go I was just going to say, how much time are we planning on spending in, in this room? Are we just going to yes. sit around and talk about the, the forge? Or are we planning on barricading ourselves in here for a while? Because if we're going to barricade ourselves in, then I'll happily, I'll assist with the removing of the benches. But <clears throat> if we're not, if we're going to move on pretty quickly, this well, if Sig fun. thinks it can be made secure, I'll trust his judgment. He's a right. tactician. What do you think, Sig? Indeed, we can always remove these barricades after our conversations. But it seems from earlier discussion that we've already got contrasting ideas on this on this forge. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling pretty average. So a rest before <laughs> our next scrap would be appreciated. Uh, I'll give I'll give Sig a hand um, moving the moving the, um, the the 
workbenches. Yeah, um, and Sildar makes his way over to one of the other workbenches. He's he's gone a little quiet and has makes his way over. You can hear him um, as he gets closer to that workbench. He's you can hear him saying "Dragon Guard" as he picks up um, some armor. What? Um, this this breastplate of armor uh, that was sitting on the workshop bench next to the the mace that Lucar picked up. Um, so he turns around holding um, this beautiful gold breastplate with this dragon motif that has been etched into uh, into its design. Uh, it looks to be it looks to be like the size. It, it looks like it would fit um, any human sized person. That kind of like a um, but but it also looks it's got a small greenish glow to it as well. Um, so there could be more to this armor than time to upgrade your armor, Sig. Um, he says, "This is uh, I can't believe it. I've I thought this was only a legend as well." Sig picks up his book and flicks to legends. <laughs> <laughs> give us um, give us a history uh, check there, Reese. Amazed, he has an index and everything. That's impressive. <laughs> it's a truly an exemplary. <laughs> history was it? Yeah, give us a history check. <laughs> a thirteen on the history grunt. Yeah, with a <laughs> with a roll of thirteen. Um, as soon as Sildar mentions Dragon Guard, you pick up your book and flick through because you know you've written something down about Dragon Guard before, um, and you you know that it was. A, a, a legendary piece of armor that was created in the Forge of Spells, that it was created for a human hero of Neverwinter named Turgon. Um, you've Turgon, you say. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> None of these guys can have names, eh? Um, so Turdon. Uh... <laughs> Turdon. <laughs> Turdon. <Wow. laughs> um... <laughs> what, what, what did Turdon do? <laughs> <laughs> he was he was uh, just a human hero of Neverwinter. He's from he's from a hundred years ago. So uh, mm. so Reese might know. Uh, sorry, Sig might know have more information on that at some point somewhere in his book. But there is also a note next to his book that he said it's sort of. Um, there's like uh, a picture of a dragon breathing uh, fire or breathing something. Um, and you can see the uh, a man standing with the armor um, with the flames almost bouncing off him. Cool. Mm. Indeed, Sildar, it's a, a choice prize you have found there. You hail from Neverwinter, do you not? I don't remember what I have told you guys. <laughs> <laughs> if you're... Your armor and weaponry is to anything to go by. It has the, the brand of a Neverwinter in Smithy, if I do recall. Yes, I think that is where I picked this armor from. Uh, but I don't... Well, sure, I am from Neverwinter now. <laughs> <laughs> Good man, Silva. In which case, I can think of none better than a, a grand descendant to wear such fine material. What do you say? I, I don't know what to say. Are you sure none of you want this seriously cool armor that is kind of a gift for playing through this campaign? <laughs> What's he talking about? He's gone crazy. Sig uh, turns to the party and points to the sweet armor. <laughs> you should have it, Sig. Yeah, I think you should have it, Sig. 
like it would just designed to fit you. And if you could what, just um, if you could just build that before next week as well, yeah. that'd be great. Really. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Tilda's already got big shoulder pads. <laughs> That's it. I can't wear it. Um, Is it uh, heavy armor or medium or flimsy light armor? Oh, that's, a, that's a good question. It's uh, breastplate. Breastplate. Maybe it's a medium armor. Yeah, I'm just having a look. It's a yeah, medium armor. So it, it might not be something. Um, Sig's probably already got something much better than this in in regards to quality of um, AC. Bill, I think you can wear a medium armor, can you not? Uh, I can. <laughs> this is pretty sweet, and uh, Silda doesn't think it smells very good, so perhaps you can wear it. <laughs> Bill's got um, a milk job on his hands. I could, yeah, sure. I'd love to. That would, uh, I'd love to wear that dragon on my chest. Seems pretty sweet. <laughs> Sig accelerates the conversation and gives it to Bill. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Bill, are you, is this something you're you're putting on? Straight yeah, on? I'll start with Don. Yeah, you notice that put when you it put on. it on, it 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 resizes to fit you perfectly. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, and it's just uh, the the subtle green glow um, dissipates now that you're wearing it and now that it's fitted you. Uh, but it is a, a plus one um, uh, breastplate. So now John has to build it before next week. <laughs> Sucker. Um, and it's at that point as well, Loris, I think that you you hear just a name um, in the back of your mind. And it's got an orcish, the voice you're hearing has got a, a kind of orcish uh, accent to it. And it just says Lightbringer. Um, and you just have that picture of that mace. It's now on your back uh, in your mind. Um, and... Uh, you, you take the mace off your back and you say Lightbringer and this, the head of this mace just um, starts glowing, starts getting brighter and brighter and manages to light up um, about, as, as, about as much light as you would get out of a torch. This thing is now glowing in your hands. Um, awesome. Yeah. Whoa. Did you say Lightbringer? Lightbringer, mm. yes. Yeah. Lightbringer. Whoa. It's kind of, that's, uh, I've read about that. <laughs> my adventure of Ermon. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's made by dwarves in this spell place. <laughs> Are you just Ooh. attacking someone with that? <laughs> <laughs> Rolled in 23. I mean, that's a hit. What, did you, what are you trying to hit? Nope. Dave has no idea that he's rolled a 23. Oh, did I put first roll on it? Damn it. <laughs> okay. Oh, I was like, what a waste. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, think that's how dice work. Um, <laughs> uh, and Silda steps back to the to the forge and says, "I I can't believe we found it, and before Nesna, and so soon, mm. and, and so soon. <laughs> are we are we planning on destroying this? Like, Sig, I thought you wanted to destroy it, or is that? I'm not I." I. Well, I, I thought we meaning. should destroy it, but frankly, I thought we'd all die before we found it. So <laughs> I'm quite flabbergasted, actually. How, um, how does one destroy a magical forge? Well, at the very least, we have to protect it. We know Neznar is still at large. Mm. He surely won't forgive us True. if we just walk out with it. <laughs> Perhaps before we um, address such large matters, we address the shorter matters like 
if someone was going to bust into the room right now, would be ready for battle. <laughs> uh, I, for one, perhaps not so much. And Sig uses his best puppy dog eyes at Mirkin and Bill. And, like, <laughs> points to a couple of wounds, and he's like... Oh. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got one more. I got one more spell in me. Um, Allow me, if... if if... I'll, I'll gobble them both up. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you do have potions as well, but should we rest? Don't you guys have like a billion potions? Yeah, we're something? hoarding potions. I do have plenty of potions, but um, un- un- tactician order three two one reverts <laughs> that we should use that in combat, not in Save time for rest. Uh, perhaps we should play Helios and then rest, <laughs> and then after we can go and kill more things. If we try to get a yes. short rest, will we be able to? Use our hit die. Agreed. Yeah, you totally can. Uh, Mr. Bill and American person, you get uh, extra resilience to cast more of your powers after a short rest, you not. Yes. Perhaps then we should tap them all out before we rest. Agreed, but are we... How about you, Brian? I, again, I keep saying it. I know I keep saying it, but you do look like shit. What about you? <laughs> 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 I looked in the mirror and I have to agree. Uh, um, I really am tired. I need a sleep or something. A big you sleep. Need more than a sleep, my friend. Not just a short rest. I need a long we rest. Need, we need to look after you. We can't have you dying. Some I say we try to long, have a long, decent rest. Get you back ship shape. Yeah. Sounds Sorry, like we can try to sleep. Um, Agreed. What's the plan? Is everyone going to take a long rest? What's the what's the deal? Yeah, I do have a plan. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. Uh, I think we should uh, aim for a, a long rest, but we'll have um, people listening out, and at any sound from outside, like someone trying to get in through these barricaded doors. Mm. I'm going to cast a magic spell. Okay. I, um... If you're um, if you're on high alert for the whole, like, so what's the? Well, not high alert, but on um, watch. Mm. Mm. Well, all it has, all it needs is one of us to be on watch at a particular time to raise Baron mm. if he's sleeping. Then he can wake up, cast a spell, right? Like, yeah, but casting yeah, a spell would turns. casting a spell would break your the yeah. uninterrupted eight hours you need to get a long rest. Yeah. 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 So Sid can take a short rest and then do a watch for the duration of the long rest. You could totally do that. Totally. Yeah. And And I can do the same. same. Well, okay. Loris will do the same as well if that's necessary. So between the three of us, we can short rest, recover, and watch at the same time. Mm. Now, I'll tell you. He needs four hours for a long rest. Mm. And she's alert the entire time. For a long rest, she needs four. Four hours of uninterrupted, but also the remaining four hours of light stuff. So reading, yeah, it has to be. It can't be like active, like things. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually feeling wonderful. I can forego a short. I can forego the long rest and just have a short one. Okay, I'm going to guard Baron while he's sleeping like a little baby. (laughs) (laughs) I do appreciate it. Uh, now my, I just have to say, like, if you hear anybody, don't make a sound. 
don't um, let them know we're in here because we're going to hide and I've got a special trick to hide. All right. So should we get a stealth check out of everyone now to see how quiet you'll be? Should you hear a noise? Up to you. I'm not going to get one from you, Baron, because you're going to be fast asleep. I assume. I've rolled a 10. Mm. Um, can I just clarify? So we, I'm assuming we did a, a search of the room, right? That was how we came across the that stuff. Yeah, I tried to like speed that up a little bit by showing like um, Silda finding the the armor and yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's no this other there's no other treasure in this room. Everything else in this room seems to be completely mm. destroyed or charred, um, <gasps> except the two magical items, the uh, mace and the armor, and the pedestal uh, and brazier in the middle of the room. Sig so wonders if you can take the cheese that we saw rolling up from behind the forge as we entered. Oh, yeah, there's That's also food. There's say. also food. Yeah. There's a bunch of food on the floor as well, which all looks pretty good. Um, Reese, can I get one Two more stealth roll? rule from you since you're in heavy armor? Indeed. That was pretty fortuitous for my first roll, was it not? Sig <laughs> so rolled a 20 and then followed up with a 16. Cool, cool. Nice. That extra grease into the armpits is what does it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's there's enough food in in this room to to definitely, um, you know, re- rejuvenate your your stamina, but not HP. It's not magical in that sense. Sid so wonders if he can cram some of that cheese into his little cheese ring. Um, how many how many um, holes are left on that ring? Sig assesses his book where he wrote. Two holes left. Yeah, so you hold up a little piece of that cheese to the cheese ring and nothing nothing happens. It's you like start smushing it into it and you just get cheese on the ring. It doesn't really Yeah. Sig remembers he should have paid more attention when the others were explaining. It. <laughs> yeah. But uh, pretends that he did just what he needed to do. Okay, cool. Baron. Can you let me know when the sun comes up? You guys can't see any I know, but something happens when the sun comes up. <gasps> Interesting. Okay, uh, let's have a look. I'm trying a to rooster. No, <laughs> a rooster crying. Surely, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, well, uh, I don't know how I can. Interesting. Did My you know glass staff ticks over. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, cool. Okay, all right. Now that's fair. That's fair. I mean, there's certain things that happen. Is that after a long rest, or is that in, within a 24 hour period? Just when the sun comes up. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay, cool. Yeah, 24 hours. Would say that it would um, definitely kick in by the time you wake up from a long rest. Mm. Yeah, this is like going on a plane, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you wake up, you yeah, won't know, you won't know what time it is. You wake up and you're suddenly in a new country. It's amazing. <laughs> My staff is yeah, glowing. Cool. So are we are we doing this? Are we doing so? Let's let's go through. Loris, what are you doing for the next eight hours? So basically, while um. Baron is sleeping. Loris is while you all this conversation has been going on. Baron, um, Loris has been grabbing bits of wood and stuff, and with with his torch, he's kind of been making a fire. Um, so he's kind of got a bit of a, a fire going um, in this corner here. You're so lighting this little fire. You're lighting no. an indoor yeah. fire. Yeah, I'd just, like just to just rush over. Genius. <laughs> I don't think this is a good idea, Loris. We're in a closed space. Stay away from my fire. It's my fire. What's happened the other... Um, oh, by the way, good to fire. see you back. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I was thinking it, but I didn't say it. Well, I'm, I'm glad I started with Hi. you. I'm glad I started with you, Loris. If, if you're lighting a fire inside this room, where there's just like broken... 
Yeah, but you're burning wood. You're creating smoke. Yeah. You are slowly smoking this room out. Just a little one. Yeah, so, little yeah. One. over I the next eight hours, you're all going to be ground. like... I'm going to rush over and extinguish it with my <laughs> flame ability. Like a busy body, I'm just controlling the flames and like, no, 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 no. No fire. Yeah, like this would be... Yeah, by eight hours' time, that entire room, you'd all be choking, you'd be spluttering. All I need is a nullifier. Can we rest before we get a belly spawn? <laughs> before we what? Before we get a belly spawn? No. Oh, God. I mean, you've got yeah. a nice fire right in the middle of the room. It's still bringing out a heat, but it's it's a smoke-free. It's smoke-free. It's a magical oh. flame that's oh, coming yeah. out of that. That brings yeah, I've got smoke free now. It's a vape. It's a vape brazier. All right. So, <clears throat> fine. If I'm a little out of fire, I will. Um, I will. <laughs> you can have a fire. You're just going to like fall unconscious and die. Uh, uh, American, American has put my fire out, so that's fine. I, yeah. I will go. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> fire, safety conscious. Boom. Um, so, in that case, Great I'm thing. just going to. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna go and, and plant myself in front of the in front of the forge because it's the closest thing that looks like a fire that I'm allowed. Mm. Um, and uh, and I've, I've I've got on my I'm sort of reload found this pouch that um, like in my one of my pockets I found this ash that appears to have mysteriously appeared, which if my memory serves, Luca placed um, in 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 my pouch. I'm like, oh okay, this is cool. Remembering that it's there and kind of remembering what it's for. Um, so I'm just going to sit quietly for a while and let everyone everyone rest. And um, once everyone's kind of settled, I will I will I will start my little thing that I have planned. Okay, cool, Murakim. What are you What are your plans before and going into this eight hour rest? Um, before I rest, I am going to cast Speak with Animals so I can chat with my little spider buddy. Cool. And I'm going to ask it to recoat my uh, weapons and poison. Yeah. Um, and it, it, here's what you're saying. Uh, it's quite, it's, it's pretty decent size again. So this thing looks at you in, uh, with its eyes uh, and takes in what you're saying. Um, and instantly from its fangs, you just see this uh, poison start dripping from its, from its fangs. Um, and it gets to work coating, coating your blades. Um, and yeah, yeah. Coating your blades with poison. Am I also, I want to um, ask it, um, <clears throat> Ransom, can you show Mama your teleport? You know, like blink, um, blink, 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 uh, and just in front of your in front of your eyes, uh, it just phases out. It just phases out of uh, your view, um, and then shortly, you can't see or hear it or sense it. It doesn't seem to be anywhere within this room or reality. You put your hand out. There's nothing there. Um, you pull your hand back and the moment you pull your ha- hand back, it just pops back into existence um, with a blink, blink, blink. So cute. Oh, well done. Yeah. Um, so you can, if you want, you can spend some of this eight hour period working with Ranzen to figure out some kind of um, call for its, its phasing. Can I produce like a little dog sized hoop from my pocket and try and get it to jump through <laughs> Blink to do. Roll for blink. <laughs> Roll for blink. Exactly. So yeah, so you can spend some of this this time while Baron's uh, resting to do that. Bill, how about yourself? Uh, I'm just gonna ready up a bed. Cool, cool. Um, Sig. Sig would like to 
generously accept the healing that Merican and Bill had offered previously and <laughs> then uh, yes. short rest. I'd also like to speak a healing word. I'm going to tell him a healing word lullaby. Okay. <laughs> at level one. Oh, no, maybe at level two. Oh, well, level one, I already rolled it. Seven. Okay. Thank you, Merican. Uh, I'm going to cure wounds at level two. For fifteen. Oh, nice! Oh, oh, oh nice! Thank you, uh, thank you, Bill. Um, I shall put my health to good use. And Silda says, "Oh no, I'm fine. I'll. Uh, <laughs> I, guess, I guess I'll just rest, uh, like the Baron. Don't worry about old Silda. Uh, this is why you had the cheese, Silda." <laughs> <laughs> and hearing, and hearing Sildar moan and groan, Loris is just going to rummage through his pack and pull out a health potion and toss it to him. Yeah, I have, I have three in my bag, and I have no idea why. Yeah, no, that's great. Sildar, Sildar holds on to it and says, "Ah, Loris, thank you. Uh, um, I will hold on to this. We've got the time for me to rest up. Uh, and uh, should you need this, I will return this to you. Are you sure you won't quaff it immediately when you don't need to?" <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm not really like that. Uh, when I have something that I could use straight away, I don't just scoff for scoff down four fifths of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, zing! Gotcha. <laughs> and, and still, that also just goes about making some kind of makeshift bed. Uh, and Baron, you're just gonna turn in for the night. Yeah, I'm, I'm cuddling my dwarven ale keg, dwarven brandy, having a few uh, sips uh, of that. And uh, passing out from exhaustion, I think. Okay, cool. So I just want to make sure. So um, Silva and Baron are the only ones taking long rests. Uh, Murican, you're taking a short rest. Bill? Mm-hmm. I'm taking a long rest. Oh, you're taking a long rest as well. Okay, cool. So three people. Loris, are you taking a short rest uh, during this, these eight hours? Yeah, so I'll, I'll short rest essentially and kind of keep watch for whatever period of time that I'm not doing what I'm doing. Yeah, cool. And Sig, are you going to be taking a short rest at all or are you just going to power through that eight hours? Sig will short rest and then remain on watch, doodling in his book for the rest of it. Okay, cool. Well, of course there's going to be a dice roll just to see how successful this this long rest is going to be. Oh. The first hour passes without any problem. <laughs> <laughs> of the way um, so everyone who's taking the short rest, you're welcome to use uh, your hip diet to re- replenish some some health if you want. I'll do that in a second. Um, just during the first hour, I wouldn't mind sure. doing like my little. So basically, what I'm doing is I'm sitting in front of this, um, um, sitting in front of the forge, kind of just staring into the light. Um, treating it as if it's like a campfire, but really because, you know, American wouldn't let me have a fire. So. <laughs> um, I'm watching you. <laughs> and um, so I'm just kind of sat in a very sort of relaxed, quiet, sort of, you know, contemplative um, space. Um, I'm just sort of breathing deeply and slowly, and I'm kind of kind of contemplating my, my mortality and, and my vulnerability and the fact that I've got been, my body's been overtaken and I'm sort of in a bit of a space of not really being in control, which I don't quite like it. Um, and then I think I'm in front of everyone. So I sort of turn and face, um, face the group. So I'm sort of looking, looking at the group. I'm sat down, but looking at the group. Sig, would you mind moving? You're not in the right space. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, and just sort of quietly um, saying to the group, 
We five friends, we, we sit here in the presence of spirits. This is a time for us to contemplate what we have achieved. Can I just pause for a minute and then I continue? <clears throat> and this is going to be tough because I can't read it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, wow. I've lost my line. Sorry. <clears throat> oh, my God. I can't read this. My screen is so bad. Sorry. Always, <laughs> What's he talking it's, about? It's always good no, to be prepared. Great. <laughs> I was prepared. I had it really all prepared. Now I can't read it. Fuck it. There it is. No, I can't. There Dave it is. needs oh, glasses. My, yeah, so my glasses. Some kind my of enchantment on him. No. <laughs> so basically, very quietly, because I'm not really confident in Orcish, um, he sort of kind of mutters, Afar, Ogafork, Lokta, Roth, Og Ash, Kuflak, Ku Oshu, Og Es Roth. And he sort of looks up and repeats it again and brings forward, he dips his thumb into his pocket and um, starts marking the mark that's on his face on everyone's cheek, just kind of slowly and carefully going around and marking everyone, kind of like a blessing. And then um, he stops again and says, we're family, we're, we're a horde. We must avenge my uh, uh, Lucas uh, fallen. And then just goes back to staring at the, um, at the forge and relaxes. And you guys can do with that as you please. I think Bill would have been a bit weirded out when he was getting the dust put on him. But after, afterwards, um, kind of like <clears throat> the sentiment. Uh, thanks. Loros, I think. Um, this uh, this group is the group that I've spent the longest with in my adult life. So, uh, sure, why not? Because <laughs> <laughs> we are quite the strange assortment of odd, odd little fellows, aren't we? Yeah, you've got a spider on you. Yeah, <laughs> you have a dog-sized slow spider, which is yeah. Sig, what? What is? I, just, Sig- I don't think that's strange. I don't know. <laughs> You're the strange ones. What does um? What does Sig do with this? As Sig has um been drawing in his little book, the Forge of Spells, he's been largely ignoring Loras. But um, <laughs> as his speech, as his um speech continues to the point where he mentions family and protecting oneself. For a moment, he, he throws his memory back to the fair land of Cragnall and his family and ones who he wanted to protect. Um, and choking with emotion, he just respectfully nods as Loris wipes the thingy on him. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> one day, Mr. Loris, you may yet see the land of Cragnall. Um, and everyone who hears that doesn't understand the the compliment that that could be. <laughs> nice, I like that. I like that. Um, Murican, how about you? How does she's, what is uh, she's taken aback? But um, as she sort of contemplates what's happened, anyone who was looking would sort of see a little bit of a little bit of a um, earthen ready hue streaking into her hair as she realizes that this group actually accepts her and that she does have a place with them. And she just sort of looks down and smiles to herself a little bit as her hair betrays her warmth. Cool. Silda is fast asleep as you just wipe a smear of ash (laughs) 
across his face. Um, but you know that the being the fighter he is, and the and the time that you've spent together, that he's um, he would be proud to to call himself part of this group. Um, we'll tell him about it when he wakes up. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll point at his face and laugh when he wakes up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one you smeared in the shape of something obscene. Yeah, you just like drew it's like a college drew trait. like a, a, a dick just on the side of his cheek in this ash. <laughs> yeah, he got a, he got the dick pic on his face. You could. <laughs> um, and as as part of the short rest, I'll roll one of my um, take one of my hit dice. Yeah. Um. Do you, do you have uh, an inspiration point at all? Loris? Um, I don't. Well, please have one. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also, um, Random Origins gave me some inspiration um, as well, just before. So that one's just for me to keep for later. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so that's fun. Mm. Yeah, that's fun. Thanks, Random. Um, so what we'll do here... Uh, so, yeah, feel free to roll your, your hit die. Oh, one. <laughs> um, if I drink one of my potions, what's that? What are they worth? A one d two d four plus two d four. You can use more than one hit die when you're short rest. Yeah, you can use as many as yeah. you've got if you want. I've got four, so I'm and you also add your con mod. Oh. Um, so that's yeah. one plus one plus two. So that's three. I roll it again. You should just be able to click uh, where it says hit dice. Oh right, yeah, yeah, sure. That's a good idea. And that'll add your modifier on as well. Nope, apparently not. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is the best part of the stream mm. when we figure out the number. Love it. So yeah, it did roll it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. So you got six. Okay, so it's a total of six. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, I'm still gonna I mean you I can, could roll both. You could you could uh, if you've got a health potion, it's two D four plus two if you wanted to download those as well. Roll um, up then hit dice. I don't right. care. <laughs> do the numbers very good we are now well cool you guys have uh, a pretty event free night um, I, I rolled the dice like six times just to check the most that you hear is a weird I think Sig while you're maybe maybe six hours into this this rest you're sort of just looking around the room at what's going on in this room. And you hear a kind of a slimy sound coming from outside the room. And you stop. You stop for a minute and presses up against where the door is. And you hear it just getting quieter and quieter. Something something passed by. But nothing that sounded like it was going to be uh, a threat of any sort. Um, and with that... You all wake up in the morning feeling, well, in the morning? Eight hours later. You don't know if it's morning. You wake up eight hours later feeling, uh, the ones who are sleeping, feeling completely rejuvenated. Uh, everyone that's had the short rest, you get your spell slots or whatever it is that you'll get. Um, but at the same time, you've all leveled up to level five. <laughs> the, Baron, the Baron is feeling so much better after that rest. He is feeling a, so much better. It's night and day compared to how he, how he was feeling when he went to sleep. And he pulls out his little mirror and he, he looks gorgeous. He looks great. Oh. Yeah. He, <laughs> better than before. <laughs> he looks, right. yeah, he, compared to how he looked the night before, uh, before he went for a sleep. He, like I woke up at level five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is, you feel very rejuvenated. Baron, you, you don't look so ghastly anymore. 
Mm. It's it's America. Is this a new? That's level ten. <laughs> That's level ten. It's it needs to be more of a. Okay. <laughs> How do you? Mm, it's not as good as this. Yeah, this is so oh. much better than this. You can level do that. four. Right? Mm. You got you that one. Now. Um. <laughs> so, so yeah. Another one come. So you you're back at your normal. <laughs> Always <laughs> 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 fun. You're Why yeah. didn't we have this before? <laughs> oh, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> that should have been level one. So Barry, yeah, you've woken up feeling great. Your your HP is back to normal. Yeah. In fact, it's better than it was before you went to sleep because now you've leveled up and you've got that extra um, boost to your HP as well. Awesome. Yeah. I just have to figure out how much that is. Okay. Okay. Cool. Because <laughs> um, what it cannot be right. It cannot get just three HP each level up. Uh, my average is five. Whatever, oh, really? if that helps. What was yeah. your average, Sig? Pardon? Sig, what was your average when you lived out? So Sig referred to the D and D page for fighter and just <laughs> used the thing which it says to use, which is six plus three, which is my con mod, which is nine. So every time I level up, that's what I get. I get plus nine. That's pretty good. So for a wizard, you just go to the page where it says wizard, and you read the thing, you add it up. <laughs> Or okay. just get roll twenty to do it, or you know, D and D Beyond to do it for you. That's just because I'm screwing up by changing my AC, my um, HP to three. Yeah. If you've oh got... no. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll we'll deal oh, with I'll that. Figure it out. Yeah, we'll, we'll do, figure that out. So, it's probably around the uh, almost thirty, if not thirty, now. So we'll just go with that until you figure it out. Um, my dog mod is two, so it should be more than three. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, and so Silda just sort of wakes with a uh, as he <laughs> sits bolt upright, um, oh, uh, ready, ready for sort of action. Uh, Is that how he wakes up every night? literally every night? <laughs> uh, I hope no one saw that. Uh, oh, we all saw it. Okay, <laughs> we were watching. Waiting for on your face. <laughs> but yeah, so um, yeah, Silda gets to his feet. Uh, and looks across everyone and sees uh, the Baron in the corner looking much healthier. Oh, thank God for that. Uh, what's uh, You guys have barricaded yourselves in the room. Sig, you remember the, the slimy sound that you heard outside the door last night? How does that sound? What's a slimy sound? There you go. That's probably, that's exactly it. Perfect. Gross. Sig listens to the noise of Baron waking up and remembers the slimy sound he heard outside. <laughs> <laughs> it seems we have gone through the night uneventful, thankfully. Um, I propose that we discuss the forge and then continue on with our crusade to residents land of Nesna. Um, I would like to try something out with the forge, but I would suggest that all of you maybe stand at the rear of the of the room just in case I kill us all. <laughs> I have, a, I have a blade here, and if the legends are to be true, if I was to pass this through the flames, it would gain some enchanted ability, which is which why I'm here. As you know, um, Cragnall has suffered various assaults from the goblin kind, and I'm looking for ways to improve our villagers' chances of survival, and if we can en- enhance our weapons in any way, this will aid in our battle. But I'm I'm not super familiar with enchanting, so... 
flames could leap out or something like that. And Sig looks to the group to see if he has approval to test out his dagger theory. Sildar just takes a step back, but is is very interested in what you're talking about. Maybe I could assist you. Thank you, Baron. American? What does American think of that? I'm quite concerned. Do you know anything of enchantment or magic? This is nothing to be trifled with. Baron, um, you're the wizard here. Do you hmm? know anything about this? Surely the forge just doesn't... Uh, we don't know anything about it. Well, the thing is, it, I don't, do I know anything about it? I know it's made by gnomes and dwarves, so... Well, originally the, the, this this good. this forge um is so what i was mentioned this was built by powerful wizards this mine is for uh fold oh. of of gnomes and and dwarves that help create the weaponry but they Most are powerful wizards are gnomes okay well, there we go <laughs> there may have been <laughs> one or two gnomish wizards in here okay and it was originally made for good good causes and it was uh, taken over by Evil, corrupt creatures. Correct. Hmm. I mean, the the forge itself, I don't think, is dangerous. It it is dangerous in the wrong hands. We maybe if it looks like it's going to be uh, taken over by Nesna or something, we should destroy it. But until then, if it's possible, we can get this back to um, where do we come from? Waterdeep. Was that we met Neverwinter? Neverwinter. Then, if we can take it back to the wizards in Neverwinter, couldn't they use it for good? Agreed, Mister Baron. But um, to the matter at hand, are you happy for me to test it out on this sweet dagger? I'm test fine. it out. If, if it doesn't explode in your face, then we can do it on our other weapons. What Agreed. Is, what do you think, American? Should we give it a go? I I'm open to trying it. I'm quite concerned, however. What is Bill American, um, with with uh, hearing all this? Bill? Oh, sorry. I didn't hear you say Bill. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. What does Bill think? <laughs> um, I'm pretty worried that Nezna is going to get this. I don't think we can leave it here. I, I mean, if we get some sort of advantage from trying to put something in it, then that's, that's one thing. But eventually we're going to have to either figure out a way to take it with us or destroy it. Hmm. You uh, Bill. You don't think that thing was tr- basically protecting this thing from Nesna, do you? Probably. We could be its protectors now, I suppose. That thing was a... <clears throat> you have raised good points, my friends. Um, I'd just like to remind you, this, this hammer which you see before me with the, the forge emblazoned on it, and the story which it regales, where the smith defends the eastern fields against a goblin incursion and the burning that happened. His repelling of these forces was only possible through this hammer, and this hammer was only possible through this forge. I understand that it's going to re- take some some doing whether they decide to take it or destroy it or use it for Cragnell's benefit, which, which is my preference, but <laughs> perhaps, perhaps first we should see if it still retains its potency. I know it has been sitting here for hundreds of years, I do not know if it is still useful. And you do, than- you do notice that like, you compare the sort of the size of the flame 
Um, even though it is just etched on the hammer, you do compare it to the size of the flame in front of you at the moment. And it doesn't look like the flame reaches as high as how it is depicted on your hammer. Mm. Stick it down. Do a hammer check on it. Uh, um, you were both talking at once. What was that? <laughs> Go on, Baron. Just saying, um, could I do an arcana check on it? Yeah, yeah. Give us, um, give, us give us an arcana check. Am yeah. I too also? You can assist if you like. So um, we can just, uh, you can both roll and take the highest thing. My proficiency is going up, seven. but not on this thing. Oh, yeah. I haven't added yeah. my crappy proficiency either. Okay. I think I. I get at least a seventeen. Yeah, so you can you can tell that this um, you sort of start tying things together. That uh, when you cast d- detect magic earlier in the cave, uh, you mm-hmm. you notice that it was getting stronger the closer to this building that you were you were heading, um, and this seems to be the source of that magic potency. Um, but you can also tell that it's definitely not as magical as it as as legends have told uh, spoken for it to be um that it's possible that the magic has i guess waned over the years um it may not be uh it may not have the strength that it once had you're not sure mm. it seems to be weakened sig there might be magical bellows i don't know <laughs> <laughs> so sig looks to his party members in turn to see if he's gets agreement to test out his blade in the flame. Just do it, man. Mirakin, mm. what say you? Your knowledge of the magic arts is not one I wish to forego. I am uneasy, but let us test it. I appreciate that. And Sig very carefully and slowly passes the blade of his dagger into the, the forge of spells. Cool. The, you can, the the flames lick up around the, the dagger uh, and causes the dagger to, to glow just uh, slightly green, just let off a slight green tint. Can you give me a D12 uh, dice roll, please? Sig has rolled an excellent four. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you withdraw the blade from um, from the flame and the glow that it has drops in, in in its brightness to a, a just a very very barely perceptible glow now um and there's something about it it seems a bit sharper a bit stronger than before um reese that is now a, a, a plus one dagger so it's a it's a plus one to hit a plus one to damage sig's um war scullion eye looks over his new blade and assesses its ability to kill goblins in battle Mm. And is satisfied. And he looks over to Loris. Uh, we've got the goods here, man. Would you like a turn? I'm, I pass up my axe. Go for your life, man. I was going to make a note of the the roll as well. So that was a four. Because uh, that Sigur. that is that is significant. Sigur respectfully takes the um, the the great axe from Loris and carefully moves over to the. Forge of spells and licks the blade through the flame. Uh, give me another d12, please. Make it a good one, Sig. Sig has rolled an excellent four. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> it's almost like it was planned. 
Um, that too comes out of the flames just with the barely perceptible glow to it. Uh, Dave, that is now a plus one great axe. Sig hands it back to Loris. The rest of you, um, if you've got any weapons, now's the time to sharpen them. Yes, Silda steps forward as well um, and just and places the long sword into into the forge. Uh, And he rolls a seven. Uh, and he pulls out. It just seems to be glowing just a, just a little bit brighter. Just a little bit brighter than both the dagger and the great axe. Um, Should put his knees into it. <laughs> <laughs> Plus one knees. Yeah. Yeah. Is, the, is the flame from the Forge of Spells uh, dimming at all? Or is it just staying pretty constant? No, it's, it's, it is, it is not changed from when you've, uh, from since you entered this room to the moment that these, these weapon, these weaponry have passed through. Um, I'll hand over my rapier to Sig, kind of afraid to do it myself. (laughs) Cool. Sig, Sig takes the rapier and repeats the process ever so gently, passing the rapier's blade through the flame. Yeah. Give me a D12, please, Sig. Sig is hoping for a fall. <laughs> Sig is rolled a seven. Four is so last session. What are you talking about? It's all five now. Uh, so Bill's rapier. Okay. Um, again, yours seems to, your rapier, you hand the rapier back to Bill, and Bill, you notice that it has the same kind of glow as um, Sildar's longsword. Sig looks to the scimitars at Mirakin's side. What say you, Mirakin? Will you harness this power for good to slay enemies of us? American, I think I think you look over and just see delight in everyone's faces as they look at their newly enchanted weapons. This has all happened quite quickly for American. It went from Sig testing out a dagger to a dagger, an axe, a longsword, a rapier, and everyone is just hungry to get their weapons enchanted. She's she's shaking a little with fear in her eyes as she witnesses everyone queuing up and she's so torn she doesn't know what to do her her hand sort of flit to her side but then pause and she looks into Sig's eyes to see what she sees <laughs> <laughs> he looks crazed Sig, Sig, how is um, Reese how is Sig feeling about this how is he how is he feeling He's found the forge of legend, the, the creation of a powerful weapon um, that was used to help defend his city, his town, his home. Um, you, you are encouraging others to, to partake in this, this magical power. What is Mirakin seeing in your eyes? Uh, Mirakin um, sees memories flash in front of Sig's eyes. It was the year 1495 of... The something this is a lot to read into some eyes. D and D reckoning, where at first he set out from Cragnall many months ago, and that it was just a, a legend of a rumor of a myth that this spell of forge would exist. And after countless battles, he has made it there. And with each weapon he sharpens, and with each lick of the blade, he knows that his homeland can be a little bit safer. He can picture the villagers sleeping soundly in their houses, not needing to nail themselves inside to keep safe overnight. 
and he is eager to bring this power back to Kragnol. Joke. Can Is that you, what I see in your eyes? Can you give me... You've got very perceptive <laughs> eyes. Can you give me an insight roll, please, American? Okay. Because that's a lot I'm to gonna, get out of just looking in some eyes. Depending on your roll is... Okay, with a, okay, 18. 18's a good 18. roll. You see absolute... Possibly a 19 with my level up. Sorry, carry on. You see absolute relief in Sig's eyes. Um, you see hope and promise in his eyes. Especially that one. <laughs> <laughs> the, Mainly the, that the, one. The right one. Yeah, they both have slightly different flavors on the same theme, I know. Hope was in this one. <laughs> <laughs> that that mm. does uh, alleviate her fears somewhat. What does she see in her companions? I don't need to have a novel on each of their eyes. <laughs> As you look at Loris, he's busy taking off his armor, ready to hand to Sig. So he's literally half stripping off. You are seeing his... absolute hunger in Loris's eyes. <laughs> oh, this, this is great. It's, it's, that puts her right back on edge again. This is the hunger for power she fears more than anything. And, and not just humans, but... Yeah. All species. Silda has already sheathed his sword by his side and he is standing proud. Um, you can see pride in him. What is right. what, what about from Bill? Uh, I think Bill is pretty used to magical stuff but hasn't really ever owned anything like this. And now that he's got this sword and this uh, dragon breastplate, he's pretty, mm. pretty stoked. I think, I think you're so seeing, just kind of like rubbing it, like mm. yeah. I think I think you're seeing a, a bit of strength in um in Bill's face. Corinthian leather. <clears throat> He's feeling empowered, but not in the the hungry way that you're seeing in Loris. Well, she she steps forward and, and looks into Sig's eyes and um, decides to put her trust in in him, uh, and she just whispers. I believe you are a good man and you will you you will not abuse this power. And she shake her hands shaking, she hands over her scimitars to him. I think one of them drops to the ground at six feet. <laughs> she hands Hi. one over. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Murrican. Um, words from your kind do not fall lightly on my ears. And Sig turns and gently passes the scimitar through the flame. Give a uh, D12. A 10. Oh, nice. Uh, okay. Cool. And what about the scimitar at your feet, Sig? Sig gingerly uh, replaces the scimitar into Mirakin's hands and then looks to the one on the ground. Would you like me to do the other one, American? <laughs> well, they are a set, I suppose. <laughs> the, tone, wow. the tone just shifted oh, completely. She's wow. like, Mm-mm-mm. yes, please. <laughs> Sigum picks up the second scimitar and carefully passes it through the flame in a manner he's now used to, and perhaps he should get advantage on his D12. We're just going to gonna use the same number for that one, both scimitars. Give me that crit fail I okay. need. <laughs> didn't need to roll that, so um, actually, you he's know happy. What? No, we're going to go with that. We are going to go with that. You did pass it through, so Mirican's <laughs> second scimitar. 
is um, as a one. A crit fail I requested. Yeah. Thank you, Kyle. That's not a crit fail. It's just a one in this case. No crit fail. (laughs) Stig looks to the rest of his crew to see if they have anything else. And then he sees Loras holding his his mail. Yeah. His his mail. He takes it. (laughs) His mail mail appendage. Let's call it chain mail as it is. Oh, God. Loras is just dangling his... his, his, (laughs) It's now plus one, Loras. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Sigar uh, removes his his sword from his sheath and he drapes the mail over it yeah. so he can pass the mail through the, the flame without burning his hands. Cool. And he does that like a boss. Give me a d12. A 12. Oh, yeah. Nice work. The forge breaks and everybody... <laughs> does that count for both my longsword and his mail? Uh, oh, because you haven't done your um. Yes, it does. Short sword, sorry. Yeah. Do you have to roll a d three for pulling the longsword out? Of you the do. You absolutely do. Yes, I do. <laughs> Was it? Is it like slash r d three? Sig wonders to himself. It's just roll uh, slash roll one d three. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure. Another slash. I don't need the slash. <laughs> No, the, the the other slash. And the full <laughs> word roll. You've done this before, Reese. So forward slash roll space 1d3. Or just use the advanced dice roller and put a three in there. That's a one. Perfect. So again, I think um, you've had this happen last time. You, you withdraw it from the sheath and sparks fly. Uh, burning up the back of your neck. Uh, oh, <laughs> I hate that sheath. <laughs> and um, with that sheath burning on the back of his neck, he unbuckles it <laughs> and puts it on the ground and picks up his other sheath, which looks very similar. But oh, yeah. Just a normal sheath. Oh, he's getting rid of the, the sheath of sharpening. The blade is beautifully sh- sharp again. Um, but you've, yeah, you've, okay. He um, offers the right. sheath to Loris. Uh, <laughs> I, what am, I'm not carrying a sword. What am I going to do with that? <laughs> yeah, it does fit any point. sword. I don't Will, do you want sword. this sheath? It um, it hurts, but it it does add something to the blade. Yeah. Uh, can you give me a one d six as well, please? I'm pretty good at one d sixes. Six rolls are four. Yeah, you take four oh. four damage as these as the sparks have oh, shit. flicked up your back. <laughs> um, you're getting pretty sick of that. You're getting sick of that. The um, okay, you've passed through both the the short sword with the mail on top of it. The flames lick up through everything that you've passed through, and the sword and the armor come back glowing like nothing else that has glowing um, out of out of this um, out of this uh, forge. And you hand back the. Armor back to Loris. Loris, that is now plus one armor. So you get, uh, I believe that's plus one to your um, AC. That's important. Yeah. Sig takes off his helmet. (laughs) 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 Um, Unless you guys want to do anything else, I'm going to try this out because... um, Oh, You guys have taken a long time as you guys have been doing all this, and that's caused me to roll a dice. Um, Ah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> oh man, I'm rolling a bunch of dice here. <laughs> okay. Thankfully, Sig still had time to do his helmet. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, I'm just gonna make. I some... can sense tension in the air. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely tension. 
I'm looking. I'm just generally concerned. You're as concerned. per usual. And not unfounded, American. I propose everyone get themselves ready for battle. Mm. I can hear a, a slimy something um, in the distance. Reese, I don't think you're going to get any bonus unless you pass all of your armor through, and that's going to require you to take it all off, pass it all through, and that's going to take some time. Um, you all hear just noises um, coming from, from the north, and this door uh, that's been there just starts slamming just up against the... Um, uh, the makeshift wood and stuff that you've barricaded that door with. Um, is there anything you guys want to do while this is happening? Ready I'd like for to combat. Stand, yeah. <laughs> I'll stand with my bow and arrow at the ready. Yep. I'm <laughs> going to prepare, prepare an action to shoot anything that comes through there with um, ice knife. No, no ice knife there. The hand thing, chill touch. Yeah, cool. And you can then there's another just slamming at the uh, the door to the to behind you, the main entrance way that you came through as well. Both doors, there's just a a, a slamming of um, I don't know, it just impacts into these doors, and the and the barricades that you've put up are slowly being pushed um, further and further away from these doors. Um, if there's nothing you guys want to do. So it calls to Loras. Loras, can you guard the western door? Oh, sure. Guard, guard the western door. Where's west? <laughs> it's the red one. <laughs> Sorry, <I'm not. laughs> All right, um, cool. And I think uh, with that, I will get you all to roll initiative. Oh. <clears throat> rolled a 21. He's ready. Sigurd's rolled, rolled 19. Oh, I rolled a 20. And 16 for me. Cool. And Sildar has rolled a 3. Um, cool. So at the top of the order, Bill, you just, you're just hearing the slamming against both walls. Just almost one at a time. <laughs> one from each side. Um, what does it sound like? Does it sound like a... It sounds like something pretty heavy is slamming against that stone wall. Okay. Um, uh, Loras, I'd suggest maybe standing back a little. Uh, and I'm just going to ready an action to cast Vicious Mockery on whatever comes through. Cool. Um, Sig? Sig stands with his iron short sword at the ready, and he's eyeing up the door, and he looks over to Murican. We will defend this place, Murican. Evil will not have this forge. And he talks really encouragingly for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I am listening. Bill, which, uh, which doorway are you readying your attack on? The western. The western one, okay. Uh, Sig, are you readying anything for if something enters? Sig is readying an attack for anything that brings you through the north. Okay. Uh, Baron, <clears throat> how about you? Having seen uh, everyone passing their equipment through this thing, you've just been watching this going on, and uh, mm. it's taken it's taken a good twenty minutes, thirty minutes, and then suddenly just this banging at each door. Yeah, I would just be limp bench watching every what watching it, what everyone was doing while having a cigarette. Okay. Um, <laughs> now I'm thinking about it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to keep my eye out for the uh, western door. 
Okay, cool. Are you readying anything for that Western door or just... Yeah, yeah. Um, a chill touch. Chill touch. Okay, cool. Uh, Loris. Um, yeah, so I think I'm just going to ready, um, ready, like we're ready to charge anything with my, with my axe. I just so want to say that you, as... you haven't had time to put the armor on yet oh. by, the t- by the time this banging has kicked in. All right. So half, half and half, then I'll obviously be armor in hand. We'll flag the attack. Um, my, my first prompt, um, idea is to get the armor on. But, okay. Well, I'm not going to battle without my arm on. So yeah, my my first focus will be putting armor on. So that'll take obviously a turn to do. I assume. Mm. Won't it take longer than six seconds to put on armor? I don't know. To use an Maybe item. To use an item is a turn. So that's fine. It must be really really handy. Yeah. Now, American. It's, it's, it's a I'm really quick at it. American, wow. you didn't add your. You didn't select your token. So. I did. <laughs> I did. I absolutely um, did. Yeah, you. I did. The game says you didn't, so... Yeah. <laughs> so we'll, we'll have your turn now. It should have been after Bill, but we'll, we'll go now. I'm just readying my bow and arrow. On which door? At anything to come through the door I'm next to. Uh, the northern door? The northern door. Okay, cool. Um, and with that, you just... The door... Oh, I'm going to step back for a better view as well. Okay. I don't want to be side on to it. Yeah, cool. Um, there's just another banging on the northern door and these tentacles wrap uh, around <gasps> into the entrance of the doorway and wedge the door open and this beaked face pushes through uh, into the room. Um, so everyone who had a readied attack on that northern door can can go. Sig would yes. like to use his readied attack. And it, Sig has a question. If I now have two attacks, does that mean I get two attacks for a readied attack? Yeah, yeah, totally. But- Sweet. Can you reach 10 feet? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about tentacles? These are, They're all restrained or constrained to that little space that he's in at the moment. Um, you weren't close enough to the door. You didn't prepare yourself in front of the door to attack anything um, straight Sig looks really ready, though. He's super ready. Uh, American, you should let loose with I have your... rolled a 16. Uh, cool, which is enough to hit. Um, Ten piercing damage, thanks to my nifty braces. Yeah, you see the the tentacle into the room, and it just shoots the, uh, the arrow directly into this tentacle, and it uh, pins it to the it would have pinned it to the wall if it was wooden or anything like that, but it manages just to um, sort of puncture into it, and the tentacle just whips it back out with this um, arrow still sticking out of it, uh, and it lets out this horrific scream. Uh, as it does so. Um, you've definitely heard it. Was anyone else that was aimed on that northern wall? I think the others were on the western, wasn't it? Cool. Um, and with that, the this creature that you've seen before from Craigmore Castle comes um, flailing towards uh, the group um, and lashes out at... Uh, who does it lash out at? Lashes out at both Sig and Mirican. Basically... Um, Oh, sorry. It's gonna, so it's going to. No, sorry, it's not. It's going to lash out at American. Sorry, with its tentacles having just been attacked, it has rolled a seventeen. Shouldn't that trigger the readied action from? True. From Sig. Sig had his readied action for when it entered the room, not when it got close. Touche. Okay. He specifically Honestly, said I when it entered the room. Think I don't think my AC went up when I leveled up, so that is a hit. 
Okay, so that is uh, four damage. With its tentacle wrapped around you, it pulls itself closer, its beak snapping, and just tries to bite into you with its beak. Uh, but it has rolled a ten, which I know is a miss. Uh, it's got me! Uh, this gross tentacle thing! Ah! <laughs> and that's what she said. That was very good. I like that. That was very nice. Um, from the other door, the, the door again pushes open and, te- open and tentacles squeeze through the small crack and just wedges the door open, bearing its beak uh, and hissing out. Um, so that is uh, everyone who had an attack ready for that western door? Yes. So that was ice knife? Uh, no. Just, Chill touch. Um, Chill touch. Here we go. All right. Uh, what is that? Oof. Uh, 24. Yeah, great. That's great. That is definitely a 14. hit. What? Uh, 14 damage. Perfect. Oh, because Chill Touch goes up at level 5. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yes. It's plus 7 to hit and 2d8. Yeah, that's awesome. Wow. So, yeah, that, that you just slam uh, this, this hand... This ghostly apparition just shoots out and wrap. Are you aiming for its beak, for its tentacle? Where are you trying to attach that? Uh, um, at the crux of its tentacles, its um, tentacle crotch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, it's just like, it's just cupping the crotch of this tentacle mass, um, yeah. dealing, dealing like, how much is that? 14 damage to it. Great, and it shrieks out. Um, who else, uh, Bill? What did you have aimed at the door? I had vicious mockery aimed. Okay, give us. Oh, it's a wisdom check. So I call out oh, these things again. You gotta be squidding me. <laughs> oh, <no>. um, <laughs> uh, and whether it's whether it's just the pain that Greg's in, uh, it, it just does nothing to it. He's rolled a nineteen. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, Even with my plus one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and this grit comes just f- flying into the room, like using its tentacles to make its way across to Loris and just whips out with its tentacle, um, with its, one of its tentacles. And it rolls a 19. That's a hit. Even with armor, that was a yeah. hit. And that does 10 slashing damage. These, the tentacles are kind of spiked and just wraps itself around Loris's arm and pulls him close and tries to get a bite in with his beak. Um, wow. ro- rolling a 16. Um, so that's still a hit. That's a hit. Obviously. Because assuming I'm not wearing armor, right? I'm still unarmored. Oh, no. You, you put your armor on in that last... In that last uh, okay. turn of yours, uh, yeah, sixteen still ahead. <laughs> All right, um, <laughs> just biting into you, um, doing another four damage, having just like oh. attacked, attacked into your neck. Okay, um, it's Sildar's turn, and he sees this thing attacking Murican and just swipes out, uh, pulls out his uh, short sword, his long sword, long sword, and attacks uh, the grip. Um, and he's rolled a nine uh, and slashes out one more time. Rolling. What is that? That's a 13 plus 316. That's a hit. Um, Go, Silda. For some reason, it hasn't rolled any damage for me. So what's the damage? 1d8. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Doing nine damage. 
uh, on the on the uh, grip that is attached to Mirakin at the moment. Uh, and we are over to Bill. Uh, I'm just going to step forward and look at my rapier and see if this thing is any more effective than it usually is. Cool. And I rolled a 17. Uh, is that with the plus one? Because it is a yeah, now... Plus one. Cool. So that is now a plus one weapon. So that is a roll of an 18. Um, and that is a hit. Uh, and because it's a plus one weapon, it adds one onto the damage as well. Ooh. Yeah. So you've done 10. Uh, 10 damage. All right. You slice across this thing and it lets go of Loris with a, with a hissing scream. Um, and you manage to cut, sever off a couple of its tentacles with that swipe. Um, and there is just blood pooling at its tentacle. I was going to say at its feet, at its tentacly feet. <laughs> Uh, anything else? No, that's it. Uh, American, over to you. You've just been attacked. You've still got this thing. Well, it's just let go as Sildar attacked. Ah, I was going to ask if it was still grabbing me. Um, no. Well, um, my spider child will have his revenge. Oh, nice. Runs in, leaps to my defense, trying to bite the down on their tentacle. Uh, 17, Rolling is, a 17 is a hit. Yeah, you guys are doing good. What sort of damage? It does eight piercing damage. Yeah. And he must roll a DC 10 constitution saving throw and for he, poison. He totally would if uh, Ranzen hadn't just like taken this thing down to the ground and start, and just devoured uh, and torn the, beak, <laughs> torn the beak off this thing, just leaving this oh. a broken mess on the ground dead. Wow. wow, so proud of my child. <laughs> yeah, that was good. But that was that was Ranzen's turn. What is what about Mirakin? Oops, sorry, I've moved you. You just moved me under it. It's eh. trying to I'm move. Just gonna yell. Ranzen. Yes, good boy. <laughs> and um, I'm going to scoot around uh, with my. I still have my bow and arrow, out, and I'm going to scoot around and eye up the the one attacking over here. Okay. And take a shot. Sure. Roll to hit. With my short bow. Rolling a seven. Oh, that is a miss. Just with the squirming tentacles everywhere from the pain that it was in, you couldn't really sight it up too well and just zip straight past the the grick on the ground. Um, Anything else? That's it. Cool. Sig, over to you. You've just had this scene, uh, this this giant spider just basically tear this thing to shreds in front of you. Sig is um, very impressed by... Runs in's new abilities to cause death on his enemies, um, and with the the glow of the forge of spells at his back, he leaps across to stand on the the carcass of the beholder and kicks off his ability action surge, knowing that he has to defend this this forge at all costs. And this is super sweet at level five, which allows me four attacks, which he's just oh. going to wail into oh. the <laughs> and just yes. hack it to pieces. So is, is Action Surge two, um, two bonus actions now? Yeah, so essentially what Action Surge is, is I can take an additional action on top of your regular action, and each time I have an action, I can attack twice. So oh, I can only wow. do this once per long rest, but it's pretty sweet at this point. Wow, that's so good. So Sig is going to click on four attacks, man. Oh, dear God. So Sig has rolled 
a 26, a 20, a 16, and a 12 Doing, for like a billion damage. Yeah, like that first hit just slashes into it. Tentacles fly off. The second one cleaves oh. it straight down the middle. The third one dices it further. And that fourth one has nothing it can hit. It just clangs <laughs> into the stone ground underneath just a pile of blood and guts and tentacles. That Grick is also dead. Damn, Sig, you scared. What the hell? Okay. Um, and Silda, Silda uh, looks over at you all and says, Okay, so um, are we done with the forge? Because I don't think these things are, are going to let us mess around much longer. We got time. <laughs> <laughs> we can take them. <laughs> forge. What was that? Sorry, Baron? Can we lift the forge? Is it movable? You guys can definitely try. I mean, yeah. it's, it's what, like four foot wide, four foot high, solid stone, yeah? Or a stone it's, pit kind it's, of thing. It's on a three foot tall pedestal. Um, yeah. That pedestal, and it's a, a solid stone pedestal. The right. brazier on top is a decent um, three foot in diameter as well, made of uh, what looks just to be cast iron. Um, is it hot to touch? Like, if we carry the actual, the, 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 whatever, the bowl thing, could we touch that without burning ourselves? Is it actually, is it generating any actual heat? Um, give me a perception. Yeah, give me a perception check. All right. Uh, perception, perception. I use my new spell, Conjure Wheelbarrow. <laughs> <laughs> I roll a three. You think it I'm doesn't look? You think it doesn't look that hot? All right, so I'm just going to put my hand on it. Yeah, give, gonna, me, give me a D6 roll, please. A D6. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's very hot. I roll a one. Yeah, you. you mm. The instant your hand touches it, you just like, oof! You pull that away. Ooh. It is right. incredibly hot. Okay, scrap that idea. But it's not. I will, it's, I will it's not a. Carry that. It's not a fire hotness. It's more of a magical hotness. Yeah. My, my initial plan was just to pick the, the bowl up and carry it, but um, yeah, enough like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sig looks to Mirkin and Baron. Is there any magical means that we could conjure up to transport this to safety? <gasps> I have no idea. I can't levitate anything. No, I don't. <laughs> pick me, pick me, pick me. Excited um, Loris. Yeah. I, I remember that I have a bag of holding in my backpack and, and pull it out. Yeah. And, Let's and totally like, do would that. This help? If, if someone could pick it up and put it in this, I could actually carry it. How big do you think that bag of holding is? Like how Surely wide bag of How wide do you uh, think I don't the, know. I, I'm not entirely sure. Like it's a pouch. It's a pouch that you hang on by it's your a, side. It's like it's not a But it's a magical pouch, right? You can literally put anything into it. It's not a sack though. It's not like Santa's Christmas sack with that. Like so I could put a sword in it and it would just magically disappear. But Yeah, it's, it's because it's the, the opening to the bag of holding is almost like a portal into another dimension. When you reach into the bag of holding, not, you're not reaching into a big bag. You are reaching into another portal, mm. uh, into a portal. So as long as, I can get something, as long as I can get something into it. Correct. You hope. <laughs> is, 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 is the material stretchable? No. <laughs> Barking up the wrong tree. Morris doesn't understand these kind of things. Yeah, you're not going to be able to. You're not going to be able to stretch that over like flame. Well, here's the thing, guys. We either destroy it 
or we take it with us. And if we can't take it with us, we have to destroy it. Destroy it. So let's just try and like let's break one of these um, tables and make like a sled out of it. Push it over onto the table, and then we could just drag it with us rather than carrying it. Doesn't that kind of hinder us so in movement and battle? Yeah, well, how how else do you want to carry this thing around? Uh, I like the Grand Baron. Uh, we can try. We can't have it like... fall into evil hands. That is, is the is one true. thing I believe more than anything. Mm, this is yeah, true. I don't even know if we can destroy it. But if it looks like we're going to die, I think we should destroy it in our last breath. Getting Dicey is an independent podcast, so your support means the earth to us. Check out our Twitter at Getting Dicey for links to our live stream and how you can support us further. We live stream once a week, so come check out the homemade costumes, overlays, and filters that we use to help make watching that little more exciting. Uh, we also have a link to our Discord, so you can come chat to us and each other about D&D and what's happening in the campaign. Uh, lastly, if you're liking what we're doing, we'd appreciate that you rate and review us on iTunes. Every little bit of support helps.